praise. Are you ready to give God a radical praise this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Clap your hands. All you lands. It's time to praise.
Glory to God. How many love to praise the name of Jesus? How many know that it is a privilege and an honor to crawl in the name of Jesus? How many know that eyes haven't seen and ears haven't heard all that God has for you? I'm here to encourage you today and tell you, get ready. Tell your neighbor, say, get ready. Tell your other neighbor, say, get ready.
lie. He said in his word that no man has seen, no eyes have seen, no ears have heard all the great things, all the good, all the perfect things that I have in store for you. Now, I don't know if you have something that you did not receive in 2018, but I'm here today to encourage you. Get ready. Get ready for the overflow. If you're accepting something for God today, I just want you to lift your hands and just begin to thank Him in advance and say this with me. Ready? 
there's no, there's no other name like the name of Jesus. The dunamis power of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we call on the name of Jesus, huh? yokes are destroyed, burdens are lifted.
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, lift your hands and bless the Lord this morning. Come on, lift your hands and bless the Lord this morning. Glory to God. All over the auditorium, just lift your hands and just bless the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. God is so good. God is so good. Anybody here have anything to bless the Lord about? Come on, can you bless them about the new year? Can you bless them that you made it? Praise God. Come on, can you bless them that you're still alive and well? Glory to God. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Amen. Praise God. Well, let me be the, well, maybe not the first, but let me just let you know or just say to you this morning, happy 18-year anniversary, FCCI. Come on, we can do better than that. I'll try that again. Happy 18-year anniversary, FCCI. Praise God. God has indeed been faithful. Amen. He has been faithful, glory to God, for 18 years. And uh, tell your neighbor this morning, said the best is yet to come. Amen. Glory to God. I've been telling people all, all week, I said, we can finally leave the house. Praise God. 18 years old, we can get out the house. Glory to God. Amen. But no, we are, we are grateful and we are appreciative of the Lord God for his faithfulness to us, that he never left us nor forsake, for, forsaken us. Praise God. He's always been there with us. His grace and his anointing has always been on the house. He's provided year after year after year. And so we are just thankful. And so we ought to give God a good praise. Come on. For 18 years. Glory to God. Amen, amen, amen. Father, we bless you so much. We thank you so much for your faithfulness. The word of God says, great is your faithfulness. So we thank you that your love, your mercy, your grace, your anointing, your faithfulness will never, ever come to an end. So, Father, I thank you for seeing us through 18 years of ministry. But, Father, we just have great expectation that the best is still yet to come. Father, we're just, oh, glory to God. We have just scratched the surface on what you want to do in us and through us as a ministry and as a body we call FCCI. So we, Father, we, we recommit ourselves this morning. We set ourselves like never before to fulfill the will of the Lord for ourselves individually and corporately as a local church. And we give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor for it in Jesus' name. And may this first Sunday of 2019 be a, a Sunday where there will be a mark left that will never, ever be erased. May this first Sunday, glory to God, set the pace for the rest of our year in Jesus' name. So, Father, we expecting great things because you are a great God and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Shout amen, somebody. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, good morning to you all and happy new year for those that I didn't get to say happy new year to, as well as happy anniversary. Let's take this moment and let's welcome those who are viewing us streaming live on our iCampus. Let's Amen. give them a great God bless you for tuning in on this morning. Happy new year to you all as well. 
And for those of us who are here, we want to take this opportunity to welcome all of our first-time guests. So if you're visiting with us for the very first time on this morning, on behalf of Pastor Fry, myself, and the partners of Faith Christian Center International, we say welcome to you. When you came in, you should have received a welcome packet. Inside of this packet is information on how we can minister to you and your family. Additionally, on the inside of the packet is a Connect card. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment to fill it out in its entirety and then take it back to the Welcome Center because we have a special gift for you being with us here on this morning. Amen. Amen. We believe that your visit here is not by chance but by divine appointment because we've already prayed for you and our prayer and declaration is that you're going to have an encounter with God during our morning service and also have the FCCI experience. So before you're seated, our partners and our friends want to meet you and greet you in the name of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. FCCI. Here are this week's announcements. Partners and friends, tomorrow begins our time of 21 days of prayer. From January 7th to January 27th, we as a church body will put seeking God first into practice. And when we do this, He will start working on our behalf like never before. Through this intentional time of prayer, we will see a difference in our relationships, our work, our family, and every area of our lives. A prayer guide is available at the Welcome Center located in the lobby. FCCI, it's time to pray. If you've recently joined the ministry or need to complete the Growth Track series, make plans to join Pastor and Dr. Wendy next Sunday, January 13th following the morning service for a new partner's orientation session. 
Receive valuable information about the ministry and discover ways that you can be a blessing through your local church. Lunch and child care will be provided. Please visit the Welcome Center in the lobby for more information and to sign up. Married and engaged couples, join Pastor and Dr. Wendy at Marriage God's Way on Friday, January 18th at 7.30 p.m. Receive practical insight on how to take your relationship to the next level and experience enjoyment in your marriage. Child care will be provided. Invite and bring another couple and we'll see you there. Join other partners and friends for Victorious Mornings, a 15-minute weekly call each Monday at 6 a.m. Start your week seeking God, being uplifted, strengthened, and encouraged through the Word of God while developing an intimate time with God. To take advantage of this impactful opportunity, simply call 605-468-8860 and enter the code 198 051. The Bible says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Let's get on one accord and experience victory through the power of the Word of God. Partners and friends, our Love and Search Outreach team is kicking off this new year by serving the Charlottesville community in partnership with Loaves and Fishes Food Pantry and Pachin. During the months of January and February, there will be four opportunities to reach people from all walks of life in our community. This is a great way for you to take the love of Christ beyond these four walls and see lives transformed through the love and power of God. For more information and to sign up, please stop by the Welcome Center located in the lobby. Lamentations chapter three, verse 23 says, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Today, we celebrate God's faithfulness to FCCI for 18 years of ministry. But you know what? The best is yet to come. Happy anniversary, partners. Happy anniversary, Doctors Fry.
I mean, you know, some people are just in situations because they just don't know about Nobody has taken the time to teach them in such a way that they can learn differently. Isn't that right? Amen. And so now, because they don't know better, because they have a lack of knowledge, the devil has a hold on them, and he, he won't let it go because they don't have the knowledge to be let go. You hear what I'm saying? So now they're in bondage and can't get out. And I'm telling you, that's a bad feeling because I've been there. Everybody said years ago. Years ago, I've been there. I've been in bondage and couldn't find a way out. But when I was enlightened to the word of God and when I was enlightened to the word of faith, then I found my way out. Where the Bible says the word is a light, lamp unto our feet, a light unto our pathway. So you see the light through the word. So we have to give them the word so they can begin to see their pathway and see their way out of their situation. And by in doing that, that's going to be destroying the works of the devil. Because the devil has every intention to keep them in bondage and keep them down and also kill them. But we're going to come preaching boldly the word of faith. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Amen. Amen. Walk by faith. Live by the word of God. You'll come out of your situation. Amen. And we'll be teaching them in healing, in the area of healing, finances, and deliverance. Amen. Praise God. So we'll be able to destroy the works of the devil. Amen, amen. Praise God. Happy anniversary, y'all. Praise God. Dr. Winley said, you look like a baby. I really did look 19 in that, that one, didn't I? Praise God. The Lord is good. He has been faithful. That was our very first service. We were meeting in a Veterans of Foreign Wars Hall out at the Gordonsville Circle. Uh, you know, many of you know that because you're local to the area. And so uh, I was, I, I came, out the, came out the gate talking about vision and purpose. And if you notice, I said that we're going to teach the word of faith and teach people how to live by the word of God. And thank God that I've not gotten out of the, my lane and I'm fulfilling my assignment. Amen. Praise God. So let's, let's celebrate God one more time for our anniversary. Glory to God. Amen. Typically on... Um, first uh, Sundays of the year, I do kind of like a recap of the, of the previous year. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little of that today, but I'm not going to do it uh, to the extent that I normally do it because I do want to get into the Word today because I believe God has something He wants to put on the inside of you today to set your course uh, and to position yourself to get the most out of 2019. Amen? And so uh, just just uh, to start off talking about the thing, I want to remind everybody what our assignment is. Our assignment here is to reach, teach, and transform. Can you say that with me? Reach, teach, and transform. Amen. We are, we are assigned to reach people from all walks of life. To reach people from all walks of life. So that's our assignment. So we want to reach people wherever they are, uh, whatever uh, condition they are in life. We want to be able to reach them because uh, in most cases, people are in those situations because they don't have uh, the proper information. So we are also uh, assigned to teach people the truth of God's word, to teach people the truth of God's word. Unfortunately, even in churches across America and across the world, the truth of God's word is not being taught. 
And the, Jesus said that it is truth that makes one free. So really, man's opinion and religious doctrine doesn't free people. It is the truth of God's word. And so we're assigned to teach people the truth of God's word. That's why you, uh, uh, typically you'll see me and hear me always back up what I'm sharing with you by scripture. Because I want you, I want you to understand truth, not just what I think about things. Amen? Praise God. And then lastly, or third part of that, we're here to transform lives through the love and power of God. Transform lives through the love and power of God. See, uh, the Bible says, be not uh, conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. Say with me this morning, transformed. Transformed by the renewing of your mind. That word transform, metamorphosis, or metamorphosis comes from the same root word, or changed. See, we don't want to just put a band-aid on things. We don't want you to cover up the situations and circumstances that you have. We want you to overcome them, and we want you to change. Amen. Because when you change, you don't go back to where you came from. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's, it's a different, like, uh, we all know a caterpillar, uh, the design of a caterpillar, he's designed to then go into co to a cocoon at a certain point in his life, and then all of a sudden he changes. He changes the, the, very, the very nature of himself, and he changes his, uh, his, his substance all, all together and becomes the butterfly. And then he begins to do things or can do things that he couldn't do before. See, at first he could just crawl, but as a butterfly he can fly. Praise God. And that's what we're about, man. We want you to ha have your life changed so much that you can do things that you didn't used to be able to do. Can I say, can I get an amen this morning? Uh, come on, can I get an amen this morning? Amen. Praise God. And so we want to remind you of that. That's our assignment, and we are sticking to it in the name of Jesus. I also want to let you know that over 2018, we were able to make some impacts in our community, also nationally and also globally. So I want to let you know that to, let, uh, to just remind you or make you aware that we're just not focused on just this house, but we have uh, an outreach uh, mindset and we want to reach people uh, again from all walks of life. And so our community impact uh, this year included several agencies in our Charlottesville uh, community. We, uh, we supported Charlottesville Abundant Life Ministries, uh, crew at UVA, Habitat for Humanity, Loaves and Fishes Food Pantry, People and Congregations Engaged in Ministry, better known as Pacham, and then The Haven. And so all these organizations, we either supported them financially and or with volunteer hours, all right? And so we're reaching beyond the four walls of FCCI here on Richmond Road because we want to make an impact in our community that is known as Charlottesville, Virginia, amen? Praise God. Also, we had some national impact, and we did this through partnership with uh, two organizations uh, that have a, a greater uh, ability to reach than we can just by ourselves. And so we helped out when uh, Hurricane Florence hit the Carolinas. Y'all remember that just a few months ago? Uh, we partnered with the KCM Disaster Relief Team as all, and also Operation Blessing to, uh, to help them uh, provide food, water, shelter, uh, help, uh, help uh, rebuild houses and things. We did that through partnership. See, there's, there's power in partnership. Because you might not have the resources or the manpower to do something yourself, but you definitely can find somebody that has it and then partner with them. And the good thing is God looks at that and the same results or the results that they got on the ground, we can, we can take credit for that because we helped them do it. Amen? 
Praise God. And then we have some global impact because we are Faith Christian Center International. Praise God. And we uh, impacted uh, a church in Brazil, Aracaju, Brazil. We, uh, we continue to support them financially as they are continuing to build and finish their, uh, their church. Uh, the amazing thing about their, their church, they're doing it completely cash. And so uh, when they move in, it will be already paid off, praise God. And so we're helping them do that. Guess what? We're sowing seeds so this thing can get paid off. Amen. Praise God. And so we believe in the seed time and, uh, and harvest principle as a ministry as well as personally. And so that, those are pastors, Darren and Edmund Ray. Many of you have met them as they've come through and ministered here at FCCI several times. But we're making impact in Brazil down in South America. Amen. Awesome. And then we also made impact in Liberia, Africa. Liberia, Africa. We supported Pedals of Hope. Uh, which is a girl's school. Uh, I don't have time to go in it, but uh, Liberia has a real challenge with uh, the treatment of females. And so uh, those little girls, uh, you know, I mean, little girls, as you can see in the photos, little girls, they have, to, they, have to, uh, they have to be engaged in sexual activities just so they can get to school. And so uh, they, are, uh, they have the school for these girls because they're teaching them to read and write and have literacy so that they can have some options in life and not be trapped in that culture. Amen? So you here from Charlottesville, Virginia is affecting the world uh, over in Liberia, Africa for these little girls. And if you notice that picture, little red gown there, uh, that's the, that was their very first graduation from that school. Amen. And we sent monies over there to help, uh, help make that happen and also help them expand the classroom space uh, there in, uh, in Liberia. And then uh, also we had global impact in Kenya, Meru, Kenya. Uh, we uh, partnered with Advancing Native Missions and we, as a congregation of FCCI, we, we funded 100% the building and the installation of that well. Praise God. That's our well right there. That's actually a picture of our well. I, I don't know if they wrote FCCI on the concrete before a drive, but praise God. It, it, that's our well right there. Praise God. And so we as a congregation, we, uh, we totally funded that 100%. And so now we're, we're providing fresh water to a, uh, a village there in Mer Meru, Kenya, so that they can cut down on the diseases that run rampant through the, their, uh, their quote-unquote, their water system there in Kenya. Does that make sense? Praise God. So why don't you give yourselves a hand for uh, just being so generous and supportive of all the efforts we're doing here uh, at FCCI. Praise God. Now, the question comes, again, this is an abbreviated version of what I typically do. Uh, what, what about 2019? What about 2019? Uh, there are four things I want you to have in your mind and on your heart so you can pray for them and also release your faith for them for uh, 2019, okay? Uh, first of all, we're going to uh, relaunch our community evangelism. We're going to relaunch our community evangelism. We had from years ago um, teams in place that would go out into the streets of Charlottesville and witness, uh, hand out tracts, pray for people, and also pray for people for healing. Uh, we, we tabled that for, uh, for a minute just to kind of uh, make sure that, uh, that everything was, was in place and necessary to make that happen. So I'm glad and happy to say that we're going to relaunch those efforts this year in 2019. Amen. Praise God. And so uh, uh, Sister Christiana, won't you stand, uh, Sister Christiana, Edo, uh, everybody turn around, take a look at her. Praise God. Just wave at Sister Christiana. Praise God. 
she's going she's gonna to be spearheading this effort for us. And so she has a heart for souls. She has a heart for the kingdom of God. And she has a heart for um, Dr. Wendy and myself and this ministry. And I'll tell you what, uh, she's going to be recruiting. So don't be surprised that she don't tap you on your shoulder and say, come go with me. Let's go to the streets of Charlottesville. Let's pray for people. Let's witness the people. Let's get some people saved. Amen. I said, amen. Glory. I said, amen. Praise the Lord. So we're going to relaunch that. We're also going to increase our community impact here in Charlottesville. Uh, we're praying about partnering with a, a ministry in our area that's uh, involved with some justice issues. Uh, once we get clarity on that, we'll let you know if we're partnering with them or not. But we want to make sure that we keep our community presence high in Charlottesville because we exist, uh, we, we, we're, we exist uh, to help people. Amen. And we want to help people through uh, community impact as well. And so also we, uh, we want to focus on growing spiritually and numerically. Growing spiritually and numerically. Praise God. Now, spiritual growth is not automatic. It's not going to happen just because you're sitting here today. It's not going to happen just because you come to church on Wednesday and, and Sundays for the most of the year. It's not going to happen automatically. It's not going to happen just because you own the Bible. Amen. It's not going to happen just because you know Jesus. Spiritual growth is not automatic. Natural growth is, but spiritual growth is not. So spiritual growth must be intentional. Say with me this morning, intentional. So you have to decide, folks, that you're going to grow spiritually. Now, during this time of year, people make declarations, resolutions, whatever you call it. But see, you can, you can remain exactly the same way you are today. You can be that way next January 1st. And you know what? God will let you, and everybody else will let you too. That makes sense? But you can decide today, in this moment, that I'm going to be different. You can decide this moment that I'm going to grow spiritually. I don't, it doesn't matter what anybody else does. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord, and we're going to grow spiritually. Because this thing is not dependent upon a buddy system. You hear what I'm saying? This is an individual commitment that we need to make to grow spiritually. And we're going to be focusing on spiritual growth this year, as well as growing numerically. Growing numerically. Praise God. I believe that this ministry has more to offer many more people. Amen. Thank you for that amen. Praise God. But now, and I had our ushers attempt to get you all together this morning purposely. Okay? This is not, not for you to, to be cramped. This is not for you to be uh, uncomfortable. Well, no, no, and I'll take that back. It's not for you, meant for you to be cramped, but it is meant for you to get a picture of something. Got it? Because we have had the luxury of having two seats and put our purse on the seat and our coat on the seat and, and all those kind of things. We've had our luxury to do that for some time, but that time is coming to an end. So won't you turn and just say hello to somebody because you're going to start sitting close to people <laughs> from now on. Are you, j just say hello. Just say hello. Say, hey, hey, how you? Say, you know, look, I ain't even know you was coming this year. Praise the Lord. Glory. It's good to meet you. Praise the Lord. So I appreciate you not getting an attitude with our ushers today when they ask you to move. I appreciate that. I appreciate y'all kept walking in love. Praise the Lord. Glad y'all still smiling. But I wanted you to see something. 
I wanted you to see and I wanted you to get a, a, a sense of what this place should be like every single weekend. You hear what I'm saying? And look around. We have room to grow. But you know what? You know what? It, it, it is partly up to me, and I'm, I'm believing God and expecting uh, growth. But you know what? It also is up to you. Because you can look at these, you can look at the, the space that's not being used, and you can say this to yourself. I could be sitting over there. Or you can look at it and say, that's an opportunity for a life to be transformed. You see what I'm saying? Why they got me sitting all close? Why can't I sit over there? Because we want you to recognize that that's room for another life to be transformed. Now the way you grab that and the way you walk that out this year is going to determine whether this place grows numerically or not. Because you can be selfish and be like, I'd rather have the room. Or you can say, you know what, I, I, hear, I hear pastor, I hear that, I hear that. You know what, more people need to hear this word. More people need to have this experience. More people's lives need to be transformed. All right, if that's the case, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to pray, I'm going to reach out, I'm going to invite, and I'm going to be willing to be uncomfortable and cramped if necessary. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't know about you, I'm glad that people before me sowed, gave, prayed, made room for me to have my life changed. Don't we owe that to the ones who have not yet heard yet? Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, 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 so tell your neighbor, say, get used to this, get used to this, get used to this. Praise God. Tell them it's about to be a natural and normal thing around here. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Amen. And then, praise God, we want to, uh, I mentioned this on Wednesday, but uh, be, as we began the ministry, uh, the Lord had placed uh, in my heart a, uh, a, an assignment to build a life development center uh, housed here in Charlottesville, Virginia. And uh, I allowed that to slip because of a lot of other things that was going on, this building project being one of them. And uh, in prayer uh, over the last few months, I'm asking God, God, what is it that we can do to really make a major impact in our community? And this is what the Lord told me. I already told you. Now, when you hear that from God, you don't ask God to tell you again. Because God is not obligated to repeat himself. If he told you once, you have the responsibility to, to grab it and, and receiving it yourself. You follow what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it up in discussion again this morning. It's because it is my goal and my hope this year that we can have the strategic plan. That's what SP means up there. The strategic plan for the Life Development Center all done by the end of this year. That way we can begin to look at what do we need, do we, what resources we need, what, what, uh, what properties we need, what staffing we need, so we can start putting, uh, putting this thing in place starting in 2020. Are y'all with me? Praise God. And so I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, when I, when I went back and looked over the original notes that God gave me about it, I tell you what, it just rekindled a fire that was on the inside of me because people can't do better until they know better. You realize that, right? You couldn't do better until you knew better. 
And see, we can talk about the problems of people. We can talk about the problems of our society. But if we're not willing to inject some good information into the lives of people, we can't expect them to do any better. That's why you get so frustrated with people that they tell you they say, but they still act crazy. Because it doesn't fit. If you saved, you shouldn't be acting this way. But you can if you're saved and don't get any right information about how you're supposed to be acting. Does that make sense? And so in the same way, we want to empower people so they can make better choices in life and empower people so they can do better in their life in Jesus' name. Amen? Praise God. So I'm going to ask you to stand real quickly because we want to pray for these things that uh, we have on, uh, on tap for 2019. We want to release our faith for them. So if you would just lift one hand towards heaven uh, and, and we'll pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we want to give you thanks once again for 18 years of, of, of ministry here at FCCI. And Father, I thank you that our assignment is not complete. Our assignment has not been fulfilled. Therefore, you have more for us to do. So now, Father, we pray for our community evangelism relaunch. We pray for Sister Christiana and, and those that will assist her in fulfilling this mandate of this ministry. May, may hundreds and even thousands of people be born again through these efforts. May people be healed and set free. Right on the streets of Charlottesville, not even in the, in the, within the four walls of this ministry, but right on the sidewalk, may people get up by the wheelchairs. Right, right on the sidewalk will cancer tumors just drop off people. That the anointing of God that's present here will, 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 will go with them, praise God, and miracle signs and wonders shall happen on the street corners of Charlottesville, Virginia, in Jesus' name. Praise God. Father, we thank you that you'll continue to give us direction and entrance in different community outreaches and partnerships here in Charlottesville that our community impact may be increased during this year in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray for every individual in the sound of my voice that they make a fresh commitment to grow in the things of God. That they just don't go through the motions any longer. That they, that they, they buckle down and and, 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 and set their face like flint that I'm going to receive the word and I'm going to grow and I'm going to be better because of my decision. And Father, I thank you that from the north, the south, east, and the west, that by the Spirit of God, people are being drawn here to FCCI. Not just to fill up the auditorium, but to hear the life-changing word of God and to see their lives transformed in Jesus' name. May you turn every person today into a soul winner. Every person today into a, a glory to God, an ambassador for Christ that will represent the kingdom of God and FCCI in Jesus' name. May we all put on our hearts that other people need to get this word and other people need to be saved and other people need to grow in the things of God. May we reach out, reach out and get out of our comfort zone and share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ with everyone we're led to in Jesus' name. And Father, I thank you for the continued wisdom for our Life Development Center. Father, I ask for your help and your wisdom. You said in your word, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives liberally and upbraids not. 
So, Father, I do thank you for the wisdom of God. Clarity, yes, clarity. As we work on a strategic plan for the Life Development Center that will empower people in our local community for the glory of God. And so, Father, we give you praise that all these things will be done. All these things will be done in excellence. And you will get the glory for everything we do in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Let's give God praise for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give God praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Be seated and receive uh, Minister David as he receives this morning's tithes and offerings. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ah, you look good in the middle there. Those on the side, what happened? I'm just kidding. How y'all doing? Happy New Year to everyone. Glory to God. Y'all didn't realize how busy we were last year. You didn't get retroactively tired, did you? No, bless God. We don't get tired. We just get refired. Amen? Amen. See, when you do things with God's uh, backing, you don't get tired. You get in, in, uh, you get in a, uh, an empowerment to do it the way he wants you to do it. You get strengthened as you serve him. The Bible says, wait on the Lord. Serve the Lord, and he will renew your strength. Amen. Well, we're going to receive tithes and offerings today. That's a time of enjoyment. If it's the year of enjoyment, God loves people that give with joy. So let's give joyfully all year long. Let's go to uh, Psalm 65 real quick. Psalm 65, verse 11. Go ahead and put it up there. I got my King James Version, not the New King James Version. I just want to read that. Psalm 65, verse 11. Praise the Lord. I'll read it out of the King James Version while we wait. Talking about God. Thou crownest the year with your goodness and your past drop fatness. New King James. You crown the year with your goodness and your past drip with abundance. God's already crowned 2019 with his goodness. And, and other scriptures say God's goodness is his glory. Amen? So... Philippians chapter 4 says, God shall supply all our need according to his riches in glory. If he's crowned this 2019 with his goodness and his glory, then all of 2019 already your needs are met. And you need to confess that and to be that way. And I'll show you that he has set up this entire year with dripping abundance. That's what we just read. He has crowned the year with his goodness and his past drip with abundance. So, the abundance is out there dripping, just waiting for a receiver. How many are receivers in here of God's goodness and glory this year? I see a few people raise their hands. Some didn't. Okay. Do it by faith. See, 2018 is over, folks. Never to come back. 2019 is a new year. Don't think this year is going to be the same as last year and the years before. 2019 is going to be a year that you make it with God's help. See, God, God is not limited to what's in your bank account. God is not limited to what you can deposit in your bank account. God is only limited by what you can receive from Him by faith. If 
you choose to uh, believe God in the financial realm and trust Him by being consistent tithers, the top 10% of what comes into you, and consistent givers, then you're blessing God because you're showing God that you trust Him. That's the, the money's not the blessing to God. It's the fact that you're showing trust in Him. That's what blesses God. And He's already dripped this year with His abundance, just waiting for you and I to receive all that He has for us. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. But this I say, he who sows sparingly shall reap also sparingly. He who sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. That word abundance and bountifully is, is to me synonymous. When you choose it to be a cheerful, prompt to do it giver, you're tapping into receiving the abundance as he's already drip on this year every man verse 7 every man according as he purposes in his heart not grudgingly or of necessity for God loves a cheerful giver so let each one give as he purposes in his heart not grudgingly or of necessity for God loves a cheerful giver 2019 is the year of enjoyment you should have joy in your giving this year not just the receiving part but have joy in your giving amen and God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you always having. Say always having. Always having. There should never be a season or a moment in this year that you don't always have. Always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance. May have that, like I said, he's already crowned this year with abundance. And this is how you tap into it. By giving cheerfully that all grace abound towards you, that you have all sufficiency in all things, and have an abundance for every good work. So make it a commitment this year to be cheerful, joyful, tithers, and givers. And you show God that you trust him in the financial realm that's blessing him, and he's going to make sure it comes back to you in abundance. Amen? Now, as the ushers hand out the envelopes, bless God, the ways to give are up on your screen. If you're giving by cash, please take a, uh, an envelope so you can be receipted on your giving. Make checks out to FCCI. But realize you're not just giving to this church. You're giving into the kingdom of God. And God, the Bible says Jesus receives your tithes and offerings in heaven. And he's going to give to you an abundance this year. He's already poured it out. It's up to you to, and I to receive it. Amen. Be blessed as you give today.
everybody ready to give cheerfully today? Everybody ready to give cheerfully today? Amen. And we have a confession that we say, believing that everything comes to pass when we say it. So when you just lift your tithes and offerings up to the Lord, and when you say this, believe it, it's happening right where you're saying, while you're saying it. Hallelujah. Just say it with me. Father God, I thank you for providing resources for me and my family to participate in this supernatural opportunity to worship you through giving. Everything I have belongs to you, and I gladly honor you by returning the tithe, the top 10% of my income. I receive the windows of heaven blessing and the multiplication of finances and favor in my life. As I give, I am trusting you with my finances, and I declare that there is never a situation or season where there is not more than enough. There is always more than enough. There is always more than enough. There is always more than enough. For everything you have given me and my family to do, there is always more than enough. All debts are canceled. God says so. It won't be long now. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed, debt-free people.
Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise Jesus. Glory to God. Amen, amen. Would you all stand for me? Would you all stand for me? Something good. Something good. I said something good. I said something good. Something good. Something good. Something good. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Praise God. Well, Pastor, I don't feel like anything good has happened. But see, that's the problem. You don't receive things good by how you feel. You think you receive things are good because of what he said. What who said? What God said. Because we have to get to the place where what he says trumps everything. Are you with me this morning? And so I'm just going to give you a heads up. That I'm going to be pushing you this year. I'm not going to let you just just chillax no we got to be intentional purposeful and um, I don't like to use this word but um, let, let me just say this expectant because when a word is declared you're just one praise away from your breakthrough and you don't praise God you got to examine why that is. Why, why is that? Is it is that you don't expect anything to change? Or what? Because our response is really an indication of what we believe. Amen. Faith without works is dead. Well, Pastor, what is praising God going to do? I don't know. Praise Him and see. Come on, praise him and see. We, we, you, listen, you are not going to have all the answers before you do something. Well, Pastor, is, is it, is it going to work? Is it going to work? I don't, know, I don't know. Do it and see. What do you have to lose? Absolutely nothing. If it doesn't work, you're the same. If it works, there can be change. So I might as well just, just go ahead and do it and see, and, and, and see what happens, praise God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Come on, let's get, lift a good praise to God this morning. Come on, let's give him glory. Hey! 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 Glory to God. Woo! Praise God. Father, we 
thank you for the word of God. We thank you so much that the word is incorruptible seed. And I thank you that the word today will fall upon the good ground of the people's hearts. And it will bear much fruit. Some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold. So I do thank you in advance for transformed lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. High five two people before you see it and say, let's get into this word. Let's get into this word. Come on, let's get into this word. Praise God. Yes, indeed. If you uh, brought your Bibles this morning, uh, would you go ahead and put your place in John chapter number 10, verse number 10, John 10 and 10, and I'm going to read that to you today out of the Amplified Translation. But I want to uh, take a few moments this morning uh, just uh, covering some things, announcing some things, releasing some things, and decreeing some things over your life. Now, I shared some of these things on this past Wednesday, and so if you were present, uh, just act like you're hearing it for the first time, and go ahead and receive another level of it today. Uh, if It would be great if I could catch everybody in one service at one time, and all I can do is just say it one time and be done. But how many know that doesn't happen? Yeah, we got some first and thirds, we got some second and fourths. We got some fifth only, then we got some first Sunday of the year people. We got some Christmas and Easter and Mother's Day folks. So we got all kinds, and so you got to repeat yourself. And so don't, don't allow yourself to say stuff. He's still teaching on that? Yeah, but if everybody came, it wouldn't take so long. Amen. Praise God. So John chapter number 10, because we announced on um, New Year's Eve, that 2019 is the year of enjoyment. It is the year of enjoyment. Say with me this morning, enjoyment. enjoyment. Praise God, enjoyment. And so I want to give uh, some background on that in terms of scripturally speaking because uh, I may be a little different than many other pastors. Uh, I, I hear from God about what he wants the word to be for the year. And it has to be backed up by his word for me to announce it. Because I just don't want it to be something that sounds catchy. Does that make sense? And so I want it to be, I want to hear, I want this to be the heart of God and what's, what's resting uh, on, on this house for, uh, for this year. And if it's resting on this house, it's going to rest on your house as well. Amen? And so John chapter number 10 is the verse that he dropped in my spirit in the Amplified Translation, as it relates to this 2019, the year uh, of enjoyment, it says, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. Now, that's put in that order on purpose. Many people will quote this particular passage of Scripture and say he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But that's incorrect because the Bible tells us that he comes to steal then kill and then destroy it. Why? Because if he cannot steal anything from you, he cannot kill anything in your life. If he cannot steal anything from you, then he cannot destroy anything in your life. Praise God. Now, the primary thing, or yeah, the primary thing that the enemy wants to steal 
is twofold. Numero uno is the Word of God. He wants to steal the Word of God. And so now, I want to encourage you this year that before teaching begins, go ahead and get a mint from your neighbor. Go ahead and get the note from your neighbor. Go ahead and finish your grocery list before the Word comes so you don't be distracted because the enemy tries to use things like that. Tell him, talk to me later after service. The enemy uses distractions because he wants you to miss maybe the Word that can turn your life around. But if he can get you talking to your neighbor and you miss what God says, then guess what? He just stole your answer. Now he can move in and kill and destroy. Does that make sense? Now, I'm not, trying, I'm not telling you to be disrespectful and ignore your, uh, you know, don't throw up the hand or nothing like that. But just saying, but just, just, just go ahead and go over the rules of engagement before, before the word comes. You know, when somebody says, that, I praise God, good to see you this morning, but I just want to let you know, don't bother me doing the word. And go ahead and set the rules of engagement and then go ahead and get in on it. Amen? I said amen. Praise God. I never forget I was with, my, with our pastor, uh, Apostle Freeman. And um, we, were at, we were visiting a, a church in Chicago. And so we go to this church and, um, you know, they know him there at that church. And so uh, they saw him coming and, and they made sure that we had seats up front and all this kind of stuff. And very hospitable. What they were supposed to be doing did an excellent job. In what, uh, in what they were doing and whatnot, very hospitable, customer service, a whole nine yards. And so we got seated, and so we was, you know, locked in to be engaged in the Word of God. And so the person that was assigned to serve him and us for that particular uh, service kept asking uh, Apostle, he said, do you want some water? And he said, no, I'm good. And then maybe about two minutes later, he said, do you want some water? He said, no, I'm good. And then like the third time, he said, do you want some water? And he, he, said, he said, sir, 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 if I want some water... I'll ask for some water, but don't bother me no more because I can't hear the man if you keep asking me if I want some water. And that thing made such an impact on me because sometimes we can be so engaged in what's going on around here that we'll miss the word. And the enemy wants to do that because he wants to steal the word from you because if he steals the word, then he's stolen your faith and stolen your victory. Does that make sense? And the second thing he comes after he wants to steal in your life is your faith. He, because the Bible says faith is the victory. So if he gets you out of faith, then you can't have victory. Does that make sense? So now you can begin to see that things, uh, success in the things of God doesn't just happen just because you want them to. They have to be intentional. And you have to be engaged in your own success in the kingdom of God. This is all making sense. So he comes to steal kill and destroy but i'm glad that the verse didn't finish here anybody glad the first verse didn't finish there but jesus says i came this is jesus now i came that they may have and what enjoy life come on have and what enjoy life come on have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows glory to god can anybody shout amen Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you don't know how blessed you are because I let you sit, to me, sit next to me today. Yeah, because you, you you're overflowing. You're overflowing. And so now if you're overflowing, that means you got too much for yourself and now you're ready to bless those around you. Amen. But Jesus says he wants us to have and enjoy life. And I'm, I'm man, I, I, I see this so clearly in Scripture that 
I, listen, I didn't get saved not to enjoy life. I, I didn't get saved for that. Now, the real reason I got saved is because I didn't want to go to hell. But, you know, after I came in and the word and learned some things, I realized that I got saved for more than that. I was just trying to escape the fire. Oh, you, you, you was all spiritual when you got saved, right? Right, right? No, you wasn't. You was just trying to escape that fire too. But, but being saved is more than just having fire insurance. And so I didn't get saved just to be in a, in, have a dead life, an a average life, uh, go to a dead church, hang around dead folk. I didn't get saved for that. I didn't. I believe that we ought to be able to have more fun in the kingdom than we ever had in the world. And check this out. And it doesn't come with hangovers. Doesn't come with the potential DUIs and, you know, those, those egg drinks you had to drink the next morning. Come on, somebody. It doesn't come with all that. It comes with peace. Oh, Jesus. Joy. Come on now. And righteousness. You hear what I'm saying? That's what it comes with. And so I didn't get saved just to, just to, be, just to, be, just to be plowing. You look at some people's faces in the church, they look like they're having a hard life. No, you, got, you should have a better life because you know Jesus. Amen. Shout enjoy life. Shout the year of enjoyment. So Jesus says he came that you may have and enjoy life. He came with that purpose. So he didn't come for you to be stuck up. He didn't come for you to be super spooky. He didn't come for you to be all deep. He came for you to have and what? Enjoy life. Shout the year of enjoyment. See, I see, I already see this is working on some of y'all minds already because y'all like, we supposed to have fun in church? Yeah. You do. And maybe if we had more fun than church, it maybe you want to come more. Wow, isn't that a wonderful idea? Because what do you do? Your, your, your favorite band come to town, and you're like, oh, concert time, concert time. What you do? You get your tickets early. You go out and get your new outfit for the concert. You get you some cute shoes and put the slides in the purse. I mean, the flats in the purse. Come on, you get your hair dead, your makeup dead, you get a fresh cut, you get your line in your bed, guys, in your beard. Man, you ready, boy. And then when concert time comes, you leave early so you can get a parking space. You pay for parking. You pay for parking, you walk in, you give them your ticket that you pay for the half, and then there's concessions, there's a drink that's $17 and you pay for it. Because you, and you, and you invite some people that like to have fun with you because you go to have what? Fun. Why you get all hyped up about the concert and you can't get, get hyped up about church? 
when, when that concert is over, that is all it's going to do for you for the, next, for, for, for the rest of your life, except remind you of the songs that you probably shouldn't be singing. <laughs> Got it on. Who did we party? But it gives no redemptive value. It gives no eternal value. It doesn't heal you. It doesn't provide for you. It doesn't cause you to have any joy or peace. You got to go back to the grind after the concert, just like you was at the grind before the concert. But then when it comes to church, you act like you can take it or leave it. Act like you don't need it. Don't even prepare for it. Just kind of rolling here in the old kind of way when this is the life-changing Word of God. But we have the wrong perspective. We don't understand that Jesus came and died for you to enjoy life. Shout this morning. Say the year of enjoyment. John chapter 16, please. John chapter 16. Praise God. All right. Y'all okay? Pray the Lord. Glory to God. John chapter 16, verse number 23. I might need to jump ahead just a little bit, but I'll, I'll be all right. Because I got to get somewhere this morning. All right, John chapter 16, verse 23 says, And in that day, and in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, let's read this together, folks, he will give it you. I should have got a bunch of amens. You, did you see what that just said? It says if you ask the Father in his name, he what, what? He will what? give it to you that means folks that God wants to give you what you ask him for and this is the reason verse 24 uh, uh, verse 24 it says until now you have asked nothing in my name ask and you will what receive that your what joy may be full so God wants to answer your request so that your joy can be full he wants to answer your request so you can enjoy life. He wants you to enjoy this thing called Christendom. He wants you to enjoy this thing called a relationship with God. He wants you to enjoy, the, enjoy this thing called the born-again experience. So he wants to get involved and say, listen, if you ask anything in my name, count it done because your joy, I want your joy to be full. I want you to enjoy life. I don't want you to walk around with your head down. I want you to walk around with your head up. I don't want you to be sad. I want you to be glad. I don't want you to have depression. I want you to have peace. That's the kind of life he wants you and I to have. He don't want you to have an all drawn out, mundane, dark life. He wants you to have a life that's bright, that's bright, praise God, that's full of joy, that's full of peace, that's full of righteousness. That's his will for your life. Shout amen, somebody. But because we've been painting all these different kind of pictures about church, and we've been all in all these different kind of environments about church, some up, some down, some almost level to the ground. And we're getting all these pictures of what church, but folks, local churches don't necessarily represent the will of the Father. Just because they have church over the door doesn't mean they are promoting the will of the Father. 
That's why you got to check them out. You got to check them out. Don't just go to the church just because your grandmother was there. Go, no, is this church giving me life? And if it's not giving me life, I got to find out where I need to be to get life because I'm not here to spend the rest of my days living like this. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I ain't calling nobody's name, so don't, don't even try to say I'm trying to talk about anybody. You need to do this for you. Don't stay in no church just because you got a spot in the, in the cemetery. No, you need to be at a place where you get life. That when you walk out of every service, you feel built up, empowered. Bless God, I can do this thing. Bless God, things are going to be all right. Bless God, I'm not just going to hold on to God's unchanging hand. I know I am going to be on top. All my needs are met. My body's here from the crown of his head and the soul of it. If you, can, if you leave out of the church feeling worse than when you came, then that, that might be the wrong place. If you leave out there tired, like, Lord, Jesus, barely can make it to Monday, you need to find a place to give life. I ain't talking about nobody because I spent years, I spent years in my childhood going to, hey, I couldn't, st- I, could. I shouldn't talk that way, but I, I, ain't like the, I ain't like going there. I ain't like it a lot. I, didn't, I did not like it a lot. Does that make sense? I mean, like, 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 oh, oh, man, getting fussed at every Sunday, talking about you ain't no good, and you ain't this, and you ain't that, and, and you do everything on Saturday, and you do everything on, on Sunday, on Friday night, and you come in here and think you all holy now. You need to get your shit together. I'm like, dude, tell me how I changed this. Don't fuss at me for doing it. Just like parents, don't fuss at your children about doing stuff if you're not going to teach them how to do it right. Just keep your mouth shut and just keep it moving. If you are not going to take the time to teach them how to do something different, you, can, you do not have a right to complain about what they're not doing. Well, they just ought to know. How? How? Where do you find out that children should raise themselves? Where do you get that information from? Well, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of these kids. I tell you, I'm tired of these kids. Well, you should have thought about that before you had them. Because once they're here, shit, too late for that. Like Dr. Wendell, years ago, she don't say it anymore, praise God. But she used to say, I, w- I would get close to her somewhere. She's like, back up, man, back up. She said, you're all in my space. I said, listen, girl, that ended when you said I do. It ain't no more your space. This is our space. You should have thought about that before you said that, girl. Amen. See, you just thought about them things before you was doing what you, di- what you did to have them churn. Oh, you didn't want to think about it then, but then you want to just toss them off on somebody else or just have them raise themselves. No, 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 no. If you're not going to sit down and take the time to teach them and train them how to do right, keep your mouth shut. Just keep your mouth shut. You have no right to holler at them if you're not going to do your part. All my young people didn't, didn't woke up. They're like, 
is he is he saying what I'm saying? What I think he's saying the, the Lord. Now, young people, don't go home tell your mamas that. <laughs> Let your mothers get the revelation of that. Amen. Y'all all right? But why does he want to answer our prayers? That our joy may be what? Go to 1 Peter 1, and I'll just jump to the message translation just for uh, sake of time. Praise God. 1 Peter chapter 1, uh, we're going to go to the message, right to the message, guys. Praise the Lord. Uh, 1 Peter 1, 8 says, you never saw him. This is 8 and 9 in message. You never saw him, yet you love him. You still don't see him, yet you trust him. With laughter and singing. Why? Because you kept on doing what? Believing. So, folks, there should be a joy in your believing. You kept on laughing and singing. Why? Because you kept on believing. Why? Because belief brings expectation and joy. Y'all hear what I'm saying? You'll get what you're looking forward to, total salvation. Total salvation. Now, that word total salvation means health, healing, prosperity, abundance, peace, joy, wisdom. It means, it means you're going to get everything you're looking forward to when you keep on believing because you keep this laughter and joy about yourself. This is making sense to anybody. Praise God. So here we go. So the, 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 this year of enjoyment is twofold. Number one, it's going to be a year of the renewal of joy. Say, tonight, say this morning, say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my joy back. Come on, I said, say it. Now, now, say it like you mean it. I'm going to get my joy back. Where did the joy go? The joy went when you got disappointed. The joy went when you got delayed. The joy went when you were distracted. The joy, the joy left. Sometimes we, lead, we let the joy go because of circumstances and situations. But it's time to get that back. Say, I'm going to get my joy back. Now, joy has a look. And joy doesn't look, doesn't have a look of poked out jaws. Joy doesn't look like that. Joy has a posture. It has a way to carry itself. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Come on, somebody. When you have joy, you just walk, you, you walk with some confidence. Because the joy is infusing you with strength that someone else may not have. Because if they're not connected to the source of joy, they, they probably don't have any. Now, they might be happy, but happiness is fleeting. Joy is permanent. That's why Jesus says, the joy that I give you, mm -hmm, the world didn't give it to you. Therefore, the world, come on, y'all finish it. See, yeah, y'all went to the same church I did, praise God. If, if, if the world didn't give it to me, how can the world take it from me? But guess what? I can give it away. It can't take it, but I can give it away. I can release my joy because of what's going on in the world. But this year, we're going to keep our joy. Shout, I got mine, and I'm keeping mine. 
now, 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 don't, don't you have joy when somebody else has joy. No, you have joy so somebody else can have joy. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because sometimes there could be some challenging relationships that you can have, maybe husband and wife or, 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 or BFFs or whatever, and, and, and folks just challenge you. Well, if, if, if they start acting right, then I can, be, I can have some more joy. Well, why don't we try this? Why don't you have some more joy and see how they act? Because, see, it takes two people to fuss and fight. If one stops, what the other one going to do? Look crazy. <laughs> and it's only a little amount, a, a small amount of time where a person sit there and thinking, now, now this, this is absolutely crazy. I am sitting here fussing with myself. And they'll stop. Because your change affects everybody else. Go to your job tomorrow. Instead of complaining for the first 45 minutes, just go in and appreciate people. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate me for what? I just appreciate you for showing up to work today. You appreciate me? Yeah, I appreciate you. Oh. Guess what? They got to change. Because they came in with with data to help you complain. Because that's, that's the culture you set up. But now you come in and do something different, they're like, oh, so? And then they'll go talk, talking about you. Don't worry about them. Don't, don't worry about Because they're like, I think, I think something's wrong. I, th I think something's wrong with them. I think they must be going through something. Yeah, you're going through something. You're going through a change. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. You know, I, because, but you got to understand that they talking about you all the time. They talking about you already. They, when you're not around, they tell, that girl, that girl complain all the time. I tell you what, that man, all he do is complain. They talking about, you just don't hear it. Just go in there and do something different. Just say, I, I appreciate you. Go in there the mind, just stand in the middle of your cubicle and just say, this is a day that the Lord has made. I'm going to be glad and I'm going to rejoice in it. I don't care what none of y'all do today, but, but for me, for me, I'm going to be glad and I'm going to rejoice. And just let them look at you. Okay. And then rejoice. Don't say it and don't do it. I'll say, say. <laughs> y'all want this stuff to be so, so easy. And it is when you do it God's way. Amen. So what's going to happen? We're going to have a renewal of what? Joy. And then second part of this, it's going to be a year of having. A year of having. How do I know that? Because the word enjoy means to have. The word enjoy means have. The word enjoyment means the action of possessing and benefiting from something. So this is your year of having. <laughs> Did you, hear, you didn't hear what I said? I said, this is your year of having. Yes. Having what, Pastor? Having whatever you want to have. That's in line with his will, of course. Amen. Let's go over to Matthew chapter 9 now. I just need a few more minutes and then I'll be done. Glory to God. Man, oh man, oh man. Don't worry about that. That's all for me. Don't worry about it. Y'all just go to Matthew 9. It will be all right. Matthew, oh, excuse me, not, not Matthew 9. Uh, did I give you Matthew 9 or Mark 9? 
No, did I give y'all what? What did I give y'all? Matthew. Let it start with when Jesus departed. Okay, all right. Matthew then. That's the, we're in the right place. Matthew chapter 9, verse number 27. All right, here we go. Go and throw it up there for me. Yeah, there we go. All right. Matthew 9, 27 says, When Jesus departed from there, he just got finished ministering to a woman with the issue of blood. Two blind men follow him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. So here's the situation. Jesus just got finished ministering. All of a sudden, two blind men crying out to him. Now, this cry was not a boo-hoo tear cry. This cry was a cry of, of help, a cry of, hey, we, 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 we seen and heard, or we hadn't seen, but we heard what you've done, and, 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 I, and, and you can probably help us. So they cried out saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. Okay? Next verse says, And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him, look at this, and Jesus said to them, look at this, very important, do you believe that I am able to do this? Do you believe that I am able to do this? That's very, very important. Do you believe that I am able to do this? So we're talking about blind, people are blind, they're both blind, but Jesus turns the tables and Jesus says, do you believe that I'm able to do this? Okay, now look, he says, so now the question, do you believe, was for them. Okay, the question for, do you believe, was them. Uh, and then, that I'm able to do this. So Jesus is saying, listen, I, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta make sure that you understand your part so I can do my part. So the question is, do you believe, and his part is, that I'm able to do this? Because you, you, this is indicating or letting us know that there are two parts that got to be played. That has to be your part, and also has to be his part. Come on, y'all stay with me now. Because, see, I can stand up here, and I can talk about this every single Sunday of the year until I'm blue in my face, and saying 2019 is the year of enjoyment, but if you don't do your part, it won't be. Because see, every word, even written or prophetically speaking, requires a faith response. Somebody can come up to you and prophesy, in the name of Jesus, you're going to be a millionaire. You be like, I receive, glory to God, I receive. And then you go home and sit on the couch, you won't be one. Because no millionaire was made sitting on the couch. Unless they were sitting on the couch doing a scratch-off, I don't know. It's possible. Amen. You're going to enjoy life. The year of enjoyment. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So he says, do you believe that I'm able to do it? Then, the, then the, the last part of that verse says, they said to him, look at this. What did they say? What did they say? Yes, Lord. So now, Jesus just qualified them 
to receive. But the bigger thing is, they just qualified themselves to receive. Oh, y'all got to catch this, man. Glory to God. It's, it's no different than when we looked at over the Christmas season, Mary, Mary said, after she heard the word from the angel, Mary said, be it unto me, according to his word. It's just another way of saying, yes, I believe. Y'all with me? So, he said, so they say, yes. Now, <laughs> glory to God. Look at verse 29. Oh, I love this. Uh, verse 29. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Verse 29 says, Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. Ah, I got to read that again. According to your faith, be it unto you. I got to read it one more time. According to your faith, be it unto you. Notice that Jesus didn't say, according to my faith, according to my ability. No, he says, according to your faith, be it unto you. Folks, according to your faith, the year of enjoyment will be unto you. So you can walk out of here and not believe anything different and have the same kind of year you just came out of. Or you can hear the word and say, yep, this is going to be my year of enjoyment. I believe it. I release my faith for it. And you'll have exactly what you believe God for. Are y'all with me this morning? I say, are you with me? And listen, there's going to be some who remain exactly the same. There's some that's sad today, going to be sad a year from now. Because they think it's some kind of magic pill. They think just because they entered an auditorium in the church, just because somebody preached to them, that things are supposed to change. No, according to your faith. Come on now. And so, so, so you just got to, so just because everybody doesn't go with you, don't stop for them. Because everybody in Jesus' ministry didn't get it. So I can't be so big-headed and think that everybody in my ministry is going to get it. There are going to be some of you are going to be exactly the same, and there are going to be some of you that's going to even be worse next year. And it's not going to be God's fault. It's not going to be my fault. It's going to be your fault. Because it's according to your faith. Be unto me. So you can sit around and say, I don't think it take all that. Then fine, just stay where you are. But I do know this, if you're not moving forward, you are sliding backwards. There's no, there's no such thing as neutral. If you could put your car in the neutral, it's dependent upon the, the road or where you park it, whether you're going to go forward or backwards. Because if there's an incline, either way, that car is going to move towards that direction because of gravity. That's why there's a park. You put it in park when you want to stay somewhere. But if you stay neutral, I'm just going to see what's going to happen. You, you, you're going backwards. You're going back. I'm just going, I'm going to see. I'm going to see if this year of enjoyment comes to pass. It, it, it won't. Come on, I'm just going to be real. It's, it's not. It, Nothing's going to change for you. Because you want to be a spectator. You want, it done for, you want it done for you. This is not a done for me program. This is get in and get it. Oh, y'all don't, like, oh, y'all don't like this. Y'all don't like this. This is the first Sunday of the year, and you, 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 you need this. This is get in and get it. What you put in is what you get out of it. 
Amen. We got a five and a half year old daughter. She wanted to be picked up. I know I ain't picking you up. You walk for yourself. Now, I, I stoop down to hug her and all that kind of stuff, but I don't pick, I don't pick that girl. Not that girl big enough to be walking. What would y'all think of me if I came in and I had Dr. Wendy on my hip? And set her down in her chair. Y'all be like, is she sick? Is her legs broke? What's wrong with that woman? And then next Sunday I come out there again. You be like, what is going on? I know that woman can walk for herself. You think that both of us was crazy. Would you not or what? Would, would you not? Come on, you can tell the truth in church. Tell the truth, shame the devil. Tell the truth. You'd be like, they are crazy. What is wrong with that man? Y'all start praying. Because you know she's big enough to walk out here on her own. So why do we give people in the church and Christians passes when we know they should be further along than where they are and will we just keep putting them on the hip? And guess what? It slows your pace down. But the thing about it, some of y'all just like to be needed. But the only person that person needs is God. Whether you there or not, they still got God. Tell your neighbor, this is some good stuff here, boy. Praise God. And this is just the first Sunday of the year. Jesus. Jesus. Okay, just a few more months. He touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. Notice, folks, he didn't say, according to your educational level, be it unto you. Now, I'm not, I'm not throwing rocks at education. Because I, 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 I'm an educated person. I listened to some of that stuff I was teaching when I, I started the church. I was like, Lord, thank you for having people listen to me. Because I was tearing up the English language. I was just, I was wrecking stuff. Jesus, that was grace. And it's hard for me to listen. Like, oh. Thank God for the anointing on it because, whoo, it must have did something before it got to y'all ears because it wouldn't, that stuff was messy. But I, I, I have a college degree. I have a, a degree from a Bible college. So I, I'm not throwing rocks at education. But your education and my education cannot take the place of faith. That's what I'm saying. Get all the education. Get five PhDs if you want to. I don't care. But none of them or all combined can take the place of faith. That's all I'm saying. Y'all hearing this? Notice, notice now. Notice that he said it's not according to someone else. You don't have to have anybody else's permission to do this. 
This is your life. And just because your buddy don't want to go, hey, hey, we can still be friends, but I'm going. I'll let you later. Jesus. Oh, 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 brace yourself, brace yourself. Y'all might not like this one. Oh, gosh. Notice he didn't say, it's not according to the current governmental leadership. You mean to tell me I can still get this no matter who's in office? That's what he just said, folks. But you didn't make your plans based upon who in office. No, you make your plans based upon the word of God. I don't care what happens around here. We're going to still prosper. Because he is the source. And the Bible told me in Isaiah that actually the government sits up on his shoulder. So there's a higher government that we need to be submitted to than the government in our land. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all don't like, okay, okay, I understand, I, I understand, I understand, because you're in front of that TV. And you letting them feed you all that stuff. And you ain't checking none of it out, you're taking it and run with it but you won't spend an hour in the Word. You know everything about what somebody not doing. The question is, what are you supposed to be doing? Oh, holler at your boy. You're quiet now. Holler at your boy. Holler at your boy. Come on, holler at your boy. Say, oh, me, just holler. Just, ah, just do something. I said, holler at your boy. See, 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 see how people just get tensed up when you talk about that? See, see, I'm, what I'm trying to say is there's a higher level. There's a higher place that you and I are ordained to walk at, walk in, or walk on than those who don't know God. Now, I can completely understand folks flipping out who don't know Jesus, but if you know Jesus, that should be your rock your anchor, your chief cornerstone, your stability, your foundation, your everything. Everything stands upon him. And the Bible tells me that he is not going anywhere. He was, he was in the beginning, he's in the now, and he's going to be in your future. Y'all with me? Amen. Amen. Now here you go. And notice he didn't say, it's not according to your money. It doesn't matter how much you have or how much you don't have. It's according to your faith. According to your faith. Pastor, how am I going to get out of debt? Don't worry about it. It's according to your faith. Pastor, how am I going to get healed? Don't worry about it. It's according to your faith. Pastor, how am I going to work through this relationship issue? Don't worry about it. It's according to your faith. See, you don't have to figure out how. You just got to believe it is. Is anybody with me this morning? All right, all right, let me wrap this up. Let me wrap this up. Praise God. So verse 30 says, and their eyes were what? Their eyes were what? They were blind, but not anymore. Because of what happened in the middle, their faith. They believed that Jesus could do this, and so they received. Amen? So in the same way, you can, you can be unhappy today, but about this time tomorrow, you can have joy. What do you have to put in the middle of it? 
faith. I believe that he's able to do this. I believe that I can enjoy life. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Amen. And you will experience enjoyment. You will receive your house. You will receive your car. Oh, man. You will receive this relationship smoothed out and gotten better. You will receive the job that you're looking for. You will receive the promotion and increase you're looking for. You will receive it. But it's according to your faith. So, folks, what that tells me is this. That you can have the kind of year you want to have. And it's independent of any, what anybody else says, including the devil himself. Because he's defeated. But I know this. I know this. You got to stick with it. You got to make a commitment to consistently hear this word because you got to hear this in your ear over and over again so you can gain confidence in it. Because this is what I know. When you don't have or when a person doesn't have revelation, they try to figure out how to do it themselves. See, when you, when you don't have a revelation that God will supply all your needs, you'll try to figure it out yourself. Come on. When you don't have a revelation that he's your healer, You'll, do, you'll, 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 you'll try every concoction somebody, uh, somebody suggests. No, you need to have two cups of honey and, and, and half a lemon. You drink that, nothing happens. Somebody else says something. No, you, you should have put two eggs in it. No, you got to remove all the sugar. No, you got to take all the dairy. So, so all these things you're trying to figure out yourself, but you got to know when you got revelation that God is your healer, then you, then you know that not only will he heal you, but he'll give you instructions to receive it. Is this too much or what? Is this too much first Sunday or what? Come on, talk to me. That's why you got to hear this word. That's why you got to be committed. That's why you got to fight against the distractions to keep you out of this place. Because there are going to be several mornings that you ain't going to feel like coming. But you need to tell your body, get yourself up. Did you hear what I said? You have to tell your body, get yourself up. You need to tell your body, we ain't laying here all day, get yourself up. And your body going to talk back, but I want to lay here. What did I say, body? Get yourself up. Why we got to go? Because we need this word. Because I need to keep slapping you. Talking to your flesh now. Keep talking. Talking to your flesh. Not talking about your enemy. I'm talking to your flesh. Your own flesh. Because you got to slap it down sometimes. Because it wants to work contrary to what you need to be doing. So it is possible. It is possible to be committed to church this year. You don't have to wait until Saturday night to see if you come to church. Just make plans to come. I'll be here next week. I, sometimes I tell people, tell your neighbor you're going to be here next week. They don't. <laughs> what was that? They don't, they don't want to be committal. They don't want to be committed because they don't know what's going to come up. Because they place other things higher priority than their church attendance. Why just we need to see what's going to happen? Why? Oh, it's quiet. Let me see how I can get y'all out of this place now. If I shout 2019, 
will be my year of enjoyment. I will live in and experience joy unspeakable and full of glory. This will be my year of having. I will receive manifestation of my prayer requests this year in Jesus' name. Every single need I have is met. I have more to put in store. I am blessed to be a blessing. I receive the mandate upon my life to be an ambassador of Christ in the earth realm. So I will be a carrier of joy wherever I go. I'll make deposits of joy, peace, righteousness, and prosperity wherever I go in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I declare and decree whatever strategy the enemy has planned for me is canceled now in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against me will prosper in Jesus' name. So depression, go. Sadness, go. Unhappiness, go. Poverty, go. Lack, go. Relationship issues, go. In the name of Jesus, I declare this is my best year ever in Jesus' name. Prosperity, come. Healing, come. Peace, come. Joy, come. Righteousness, come. Wisdom, come. In the name of Jesus, it is according to my faith, and I believe the word of God in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Now stand and give God a shout about it this morning. Come on, stand and give God a shout this morning in Jesus' name. Come on, shout out to God with a voice of triumph. Glory to God. Glory to God. If depression and unhappiness comes and knock at your door, say, no one home. Don't you let it back in because you just told it to go. What do you open the door to? You open the door to peace, joy, and happiness. Amen. I said amen. We're not moved by what we see. We're not moved by how we feel. We were moved, we're moved only by what we believe. And I believe that this is the year of enjoyment. Anybody with me this morning? Glory to God. God is good. Bow your head, close your eyes. I want to make sure everybody here has their needs met. Please, nobody walking, nobody moving, except those are authorized to do so. We are, we are almost done. I promise you, we're almost done. We want to make sure that everybody here is right with God. Because the Bible tells me that it's the will of God that everyone be saved. Everyone be saved. That includes you. So if you're here this morning and you would say, Pastor, 
I am not born again. I've not given my heart to Jesus. But I want to start this new year out right. I've been trying to do things on my own. I've been trying to do it without his help. But I realize that I need Jesus. So if you're here today and you said, Pastor, I'm not saved. I'm not born again. I've not, I have not invited Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. If that's you, today, this moment is your time. Do not live another minute without Jesus in your heart. So if you're here today, oh man, yeah. Jesus really is the key to enjoyment. He's the key. You can be happy without him, but you really can't have real joy. You can be, yeah, without him. Praise God. So if you're here this morning, you said, Pastor, that's me. I want to get saved. I want to give my heart to Jesus today. Would you pray for me? If that's you, would you boldly lift your hand as you're standing today? Would you boldly lift your hand as you're standing? Because we want to pray for you. We want to pray for you. Pastor, I'm not saved. I want to give my heart to Jesus today. Pray for me today. Pray for me today. If that's you, boldly lift your hand as you're standing. Glory to God. Glory to God. Secondly, today is this. If you're here and you say, Pastor, I did give my heart to Jesus at one time in my life, but for whatever reason, I've walked away from God. Doesn't mean I don't love him, but it just means I'm not as committed as I need to be to him. And I'm not fulfilling what I said I would fulfill when I first gave my heart to him. I have great news for you because God not only forgives us, God also restores us. And see, God will restore your relationship with him today, right now. And so don't go another day, don't go another week away from God. No, this is your time, this is your moment. Get it right with God. And so if you're here today and you say, Pastor, that's me. I need to get my relationship with God right. I need to get it back on track today. Would you, would you pray with me? If that's you, would you boldly lift your hand today and say, Pastor, that's me. That's me. I need to get it right with God. Would you pray with me? I need to get it right with God today. This is the start of a new year. You might as well start it right. Say, Pastor, that's me. That's me. That's me. I need to get it right with God. Would you pray with me? Praise God. Then thirdly, today is this. If you're here and you sense a connection with me as a pastor and sense a connection with this ministry, as a local church, and you want to partner with us, you want to connect with Faith Christian Center Nash. you want to make this your church home. This is what I want you to do. I want you to obey God. Because the Bible tells us that it's God who sets the members in the church as it pleases Him. God knows where you need to be connected. He knows who you need to be connected to because there's life that He wants you to have. And so if that's you today, you say, Pastor, I want to connect. I want to join Faith Christian Center International. Would you receive me today? If that's you, would you lift your hand this morning? We want to receive you as a partner of this church in Jesus' name. Is there, is there anyone today want to connect with us through partnership in Jesus' name? Praise God. Praise God. Well, we thank God that every need is met in the place. Amen. I said we thank God that every need is met in the place. Amen. Praise God. So if you could give me your attention just for a few more moments because I want us to 
receive from the Lord's table together. And we're going to ask that you go ahead and grab those and begin to prepare them. Now, it's an important thing to realize about... Uh, oh, I apologize. Are we still running, guys? Okay. Uh, if you're watching us uh, by iCampus and one of those appeals, ask that you go ahead and grab those and begin to prepare them. Now, it's an important thing to realize about... Uh, oh, I apologize. Are we still running, guys? Okay. Uh, if you're watching us uh, by iCampus and one of those appeals... Ask that you go ahead and grab those and begin to prepare them. Now, it's an important thing to realize about... Uh, oh, I apologize. Are we still running, guys? Okay. Uh, if you're watching us uh, by iCampus and one of those appeals uh, was for you, uh, I don't want to overlook you. And so if one of those appeals were for you and you want to make a decision for Christ today,